This time on Matters. My horse is pretty. Gamers are trash. I wonder what's going to happen with this economy of ours. <laughs> All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to you. I'm Matt Noss. At the table with me is my good friend, Matt Rose. How you doing, Matty? Hi, Matty. Uh, it's just the two of us uh, catching up and checking in. And before we were rolling, there was two things that were on my mind. Number one was you had said that you were going to buy an Xbox, and I was, I was surprised. I was thinking about it. You were on the fence. You were on the fence. Um, I'm not on the fence about getting one. I'm on the fence about which one to get. Okay. So um, a friend of mine works for Microsoft and works on the Xbox team. Oh, wow. Okay. But more on the... Um, Community side or... The, yeah i think it's i think it's more of like the um membership like software membership type stuff okay so like game pass yeah. and um, yeah. um at least that's the, the last time that i talked to him about it um what he was he was doing that kind of stuff and so i um i i wrote him yesterday and i was just saying you know hey i'm thinking about getting an xbox and i was just wondering like what you think about this thing and that thing and so he you know he wrote me back with a few pointers one of them was like wait until black friday <laughs> before yeah, you get one yeah that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. my but, two cents is to ask you questions yeah 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 go nuts how much gaming do you intend to do on the xbox or is this more for its 4k media ability um well so I've been thinking a little bit lately because I have been playing a lot more video games in mm -hmm. the past, let's say, two years than I have for the past 20. Um, you know, I I play a lot of Diablo 3. I once in a while play StarCraft 2 with you or with Jay. Yep. Um, I played DC Online yeah. like ridiculously, and then they stopped supporting it for the PlayStation 3. And that's why I'm thinking of getting a new consoles because it's like the PlayStation 3 just got a software update a couple weeks ago, and I hadn't had one in like a year. And it's like, I, you know, I like its ability to play Blu-ray and stuff like that, but it doesn't do 4K anything. Right. And it's kind of limited in the games that it and comes. And the PS4 isn't doing 4K Blu-ray, is it? Yes. No, they just do um, the the PS4 Pro or something does 4K, but not Blu-rays, just games. And so I, you know, I have a lot of 4K Blu-ray and I can't fucking play them. Right, but you um, have a UHD TV. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. But um, I, assuming that it was a game that I would want to play, like the mm -hmm. the game that you're playing now is is Red Dead Redemption, Redemption Two. Yeah. Yes. And I, I don't think I'd be very good at that game. Mm -hmm. And watching how long you have to ride a horse just to get places, it's like, eh, I no, I I um, <laughs> like one of the things that I liked about uh, DC Online was that you after level nine we're able to travel at like supersonic speeds so if you were like the flash yeah you'd be able to like go super fast or if you were a character like superman you'd be able to fly really fast and um 
when you have to get from one end of Metropolis to the other, that comes in really handy or, you know, Gotham or wherever. Um, so that I don't know if I would necessarily play that game, but right. I'm sure there are tons of other games that I would want to play. And if I had the pass like you do, where it would be like, all right, well, I'm going to get Tekken or I'm going to get right. I'm going to download the new I'm going to download Doom 2016. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's in Game Pass now. Yeah. And I have and it's great. Yeah, I've watched you play it yeah. before. Um, it's also hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like I got decent at DC, mm-hmm. where I had some characters that were like 120, like level 120. Oh wow, geez. yeah. So, you know, I had I had played that game quite a bit because you know just like Diablo and all the other games where you know it's seasonal and you have characters that you have to just keep notching up and up and up and up. I. I was, I mean, you know, it wasn't like a 300 or anything, but I was pretty... You were holding your own. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I could, you know, I could definitely cause damage, but then they canceled I would say, it. in my mind, you're the S. You should get the S. You should save the 200 okay. bucks and go for the S. And the reason why I'm saying that is the 4K media has the 4K Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm can do the 4k media can doesn't the xbox xbox one x has better 4k support true 4k support for games Mm -hmm. but the type of game that would have true 4k support right Mm -hmm. now are first party games Mm. and so i wouldn't be getting those anyway you probably wouldn't be digging into those there might be like a doom that you download and be like okay that does have 4k support on it Mm -hmm. but Nine times out of ten, the type of game that you're going to pick up is something that you can pick up, put down, not be involved, you know, not like Red Dead Redemption 2 is like, okay, well, uh, put away all of your free time for the next (laughs) seven years. You you know, it has like a 60 hour storyline. Holy crap. And you can uh, and you can easily drag that out with side missions and yeah. Yeah, and all, that and I mean that's that's something that I um, definitely do in other games is I do side missions just because I think like it's a little bit more fun to yeah, to, it's a lot to more fun. get lost in whatever the universe is. So like for uh, for Diablo three, for instance, I almost always take the side missions <laughs> yeah. because for one, like it bumps you up in experience and level faster, and also like a lot of the side missions are fun. Um, so you think the S is, I think, is the I option think, to go for me? I think the S is what I would suggest. I would just double check a few things. But I know it has the 4K Blu-ray player, which it does. is a bigger thing. I, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, the processing power on the X is a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's like one... 0.6 teraflops to 6 teraflops. Yeah, I, I know that it's yeah. 6 because I was looking at it yesterday on the site. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's ridiculous, and that is way more than the PS3. I know that much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I just... You're just, in my mind, not... like I got the X because of the aforementioned Doritos deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You... I, you know, I really thought about doing that. You should have done it. I would have loved it. That would have been so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I mean, you know, at the time I was 
when you were doing that, I was very concerned about not having my contract renewed with my last company. Oh, that's right. So I remember, like, yeah. I, I don't want to spend $150 on Doritos if I can avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> There's like zero stability right now anywhere, like everywhere. I don't know. Do you, th- or and maybe I'm naysaying and I'm stuck in negative, in a negative place, but like, do you think like right now we're heading towards a collapse? Economically. I, th- I think that because um, I, I was reading, um, I was talking to my friend Taylor a couple weeks ago and we were talking about the economy and, uh, you know, full disclosure, Taylor's a Republican. I'm not. Um, but Taylor and I have talked many times about forming our own political party because while he is a Republican, he doesn't he doesn't necessarily strongly adhere to a lot of the things that he disagrees with with the party like a lot of social things he just thinks are stupid and there's no reason why you know this particular person shouldn't be able to do this or that uh and with me uh, a lot of times i'm i'm the same way with you know things that have to do with democrats where it's like well but you can't label these people the same way you know i mean like if you don't like being labeled you can't do that to them either um, yeah, it can it can go it into can a go spiral. Yeah, yeah, it can go it can go both ways. And so we typically try to talk about the things that we agree on because we know the things we don't. And it's like, well, we're just going to get more entrenched in those things. Right. Let's instead talk about the things that we because you're going to look and up everything that supports you. And yeah, that. yeah. So one of the things that we typically agree on is the economy. Sometimes we disagree on necessarily how one thing happened or another but we were talking about the economy and we both agree that a recession's coming uh because almost all economists are like oh we're due for one you know Big the time. last the last one was you know almost 10 years ago right we're going to have one and like i think that people misunderstand what recessions and depressions are where it's it's not oh the economy tanked and everything's terrible it's like it's like x amount of quarters in a row of um economic stagnation right where where things are going down it's not necessarily the market plummeted and people are on the streets it's like well no it just means that we've had like negative job numbers and stuff like that uh and i was reading and i was reading newspapers or or sites that were not considered liberal. You know, I was reading Forbes, right? I was right. reading, you know, stuff like that. And they were all like, oh, we're we're heading for one. It's just how far out it is. And some were saying it was going to start within the next like six months. Some were saying it's gonna be a year out. But I I definitely think that we're due for one. And I am worried that it's going to be really bad just because I am seeing the things that we were seeing before. Yes. And it's, for one, the growing amount of debt people have um, relative to the amount they're borrowing. And it's that to me is very scary because that's one of the things that was a precursor to the Great Recession, right? Where a lot of people lost their hats. Right. And people are... You know, we have a very strong economy right now, relatively speaking, and I am worried that people are letting their guard down and they're saying, oh, well, the economy's great. Wages are up 3.1%. 
we can, well, I don't think anyone has ever said that ever. The, oh, wages are up 3.1%. I'm going to blow all my money now. But, um, right. you know, people people have a very rosy picture of the economy and they're more willing to spend outside of their means. And that's something that I've noticed myself doing the opposite of lately where I, you know, I've, I've had to spend money on a couple things lately. Like, you know, I went on a vacation, which I haven't done in years. Right. That was a little bit of money. And then, you know, for a friend's, um, uh, you know, she took a test that I thought was really important before she takes her boards. So I was like, Hey, let's go and have dinner at a nice restaurant, you know, where. Right. But these aren't like. I bought a new car. Oh no, no, nothing. Or like I that. bought a dirt bike or a, yeah. a ski do. Yeah. <laughs> a ski do. Uh no, nothing nothing like that. I I try to keep my spending within my salary range. And I think you and I both share that and and we've never talked about this, but like at at some point in my life, and maybe it was when I got out of debt completely. I didn't want stuff the same way that I wanted it in the past. Yeah. Like I love electronics. Boy, <laughs> oh boy, do I love getting a new piece of gear, yeah. a new anything. It make, makes my day. I love it. I love opening boxes. I love <laughs> the way it smells. Yep, yep. But it takes me forever to buy something now. It's not yeah, like I mean, the, how long it took you guys to buy that TV. <laughs> but and I mean, but that's the the, the thing is when you were talking about why it took you so long to buy that TV mm-hmm. and like the process that you underwent to get it really made sense to me because you were talking about how we weren't going to buy a TV until we had it, you know, like that exact amount saved. Yep. And so we were saving X amount per month. It's not that we couldn't have afforded to just go and buy it, right. but it's we have a budget and we stick to that budget because that makes sense for us. And that's really smart to me that you do that because I know that you didn't do that before and it got you in trouble. And it's good to see that you are adhering to the the budgetary constraints that you have put on yourselves. Yeah. Well, like I saw at Costco the other day, they were selling two Sonos Play 1s in black for $269. And I was like think i think they're usually two hundred dollars a piece hmm. so i was like oh man that'd be awesome and i was like oh man you don't need that at all <laughs> yeah. i have talked myself out of so many purchases but the the one purchase i'd made probably three years ago i think was the speakers that i bought mm-hmm. because i was at hawthorne in rochester hills oh god yeah and I was walking through and they had these like clearance of the clearance of the clearance <laughs> where one of the speakers like would normally be, I think, a thousand dollars. And they had two for like five hundred where they just wanted to get rid of these clips. And it was like, you're you're willing to do what? And the and the guy even knocked money off of that, and I was like, "Done, it is done. I am buying those speakers," and I bought them. And I mean, those things are fucking beasts, man. They're oh, yeah. they're awesome, but they sound great, and I'm glad that I spent that money on them, um, because buying them on their own would have been way more expensive. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Absolutely. 
like um we i talk about like in the future what did i want to buy it was something that like it's stupid like why would i ever want to buy this but i'm like no we could we could totally buy it i don't know what the hell it is right now but it was like it's a four thousand oh a turntable Oh, yeah, we were talking about that with Nick, with right? Nick, yeah, where it's like, I could buy a $4,000 turntable. And he's like, uh, why don't you buy a $200 turntable? turntable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see how much you like it. Yeah, I mean, you're not a fucking DJ, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, that actually. Yeah, I mean, I have a, a $99 turntable that does just fine. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, uh, not like I have three cases of. Uh, of records. Of records. Stuff. Like, I yeah. got 20. Yeah, I mean the the only records that I really care about are like seven inches from uh, Dillinger Four and the split Dillinger Four uh, Pinhead Gunpowder, where like those you <laughs> you don't need those on vinyl, but that's the only way you can get them. So it was like, yeah, okay. I I went on Discogs and it was like, all right, here we go. Some some dude selling these for like ten bucks a piece. Done. And I needed a record player, so I went and I bought one. And it's like, all right, hey, I got a record player, and I've I've got, got like, like I've got some vinyl, but I'm not like you know Jeremy, where Jeremy's got fucking. That's all he's doing now is buying yeah, vinyl, he's right? he's got a lot of vinyl. He's got a a lot of really cool vinyl too. I mean, don't get me wrong, like he's got <laughs> Matt. He has a soundtrack to Chud on vinyl, <laughs> which I'm like, that's so crazy. Like these short run, yeah, limited edition. But he's he's getting them, and they're really cool, and like. You know, he's he's got a really wide variety of stuff on vinyl and it sounds good, you know. Don't get me wrong. But I still I still buy CDs and then rip them to flack and then from yeah. flack I rip them to whatever format I want. <sighs> I've been streaming for years now. I, just... I I well so that's the thing is I I stream Pandora a lot at work. Yep. Um and I you know, I have some stations that I've created that are really exactly what I'm looking for. But sometimes it's like I don't want to have to sit there and wait two hours to hear the song I want to hear. One hundred. Yeah. So, for instance, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Delta Bombers because I really, yeah, I really enjoy listening to Delta Bombers. They're great. Um, and so I bought everything I could from Delta Bombers. I went on their uh, their site and it was like, all right, I'm I'm buying these three things because they have three records and then like some stuff that's only on vinyl. So I'm I'm not gonna get it. But uh it when I want to hear Smokestack Lightning, I'm gonna listen to Smokestack Lightning. And you know the same thing goes for any other band, you know, that I have the music to and the stuff that I don't, well, I'll go on Pandora and I'll listen, and when it comes up, you know, I make a note like, "Hey, I like the Meteors, so I might buy a Meteors right, CD, CD, or, or I, I mean, if they don't have CDs for it, then I'll buy in whatever format I can get it." And you know, then, generally then when I they do Bandcamp, they they do do a flack version. Oh, really? A lot of them do. Oh, wow! I didn't know that they did flack. Shit! If I would have known that, I would have just purchased some flack. I mean, but the thing is, like, the flack is usually. 
about the same price as a CD. Yeah. So if I buy the CD, then I get the physical media and I get the digital media at the same time. Whereas if I were to buy the flack, I would then have to burn that to a CD, which I'm not going to do. So right. Yeah. That, that is. Plus, you you wouldn't get the liner notes or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I really like just having physical media. You know, that that's the way that I grew up is having physical media and not having it just kind of weirds me out a little bit. I get you. Um, you know, and I know that a lot of people, especially kids growing up now, just don't understand that at all. And like all I can say is, well, what happens if your phone gets stolen? You just lost all your music that's on your phone unless you have, you know, I mean, if it's an iPhone, you have it in iTunes, then, you know, yeah. it's an iTunes. But um I have most of my music like actually on my phone. And then what I do is I upload it to Google Music. So then I have it there, but it's not nearly the same quality. Oh, where yeah. like when I when I rip the music from Flack, I rip it um in Ogvorbis and I do it at five hundred kilobit per second. And it sounds almost like Flack. Like it sounds really, really high quality, but it's not nearly as big as a Flack file. Yeah, because those things are substantial. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're raw audio, like they're, they're lossless. Yeah, so they're like waves. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just the container for the file. Yeah. So they're, they sound exactly like the track you would get on a CD. I think that's why records are winning again, is that there's less CD players, mm-hmm. there's more record players, and then you get the physical media and you get, like this really cool version of everything. Yeah, and one of the things that I like about records is that you have to have patience <laughs> because there's not <laughs> enough patience. People who did not grow up, like w- w- CDs were available, but what was the first CD player you got? Like when, I should say, was the first CD player. I got it. It was a Fisher. Oh, man, did you get it at Highland Appliance? No, Montgomery Ward, my Montgomery friend. Montgomery Ward, okay. Uh, this had to be like 1992. Yeah, I got my first CD player, I think, in 1990. And it was, I think it was a Magnavox or a Sharp. And then we took that. I still have it, by the way, and it still fucking works. We took that back. I think I still have my... We took that back because it broke, because it was like an all-in-one oh, thing. Okay. We took that back, and that's when I got the Gerard... Hi-fi. Oh, I remember that Gerard, dude. Oh, my God, right? And then I got a Pioneer. You got the Pioneer with the six, DSP, right? Right, with yeah, the six-disc yeah, yeah. DSP. <laughs> I, dude, I thought I thought it was way cooler than I was. <laughs> Listen, it sounds like Annie Lennox is in a hall. Yeah. Oh, dude, remember? So for for people who have not been listening for a long time or for people who are just joining us today, hello, Uh there was a song that I listened to so much in 1992. What? You're kidding me. So, I mean, maybe if I'm going somewhere, maybe you could go my, my way. way. <laughs> Are you going to go, go my, my way? way? Uh, the, I fucking loved that song so much. Lenny Kravitz, Are You Going to Go My Way? That I just should have had written on my forehead in fucking Sharpie. Loved that song. I could play that song. You know, I mean, I would like sit there and I would practice it with the music and like I could play that song backward and forward. Loved it. Lick for lick. Lick for lick. Um, And I actually liked the entire record. Like I used to listen to the whole thing, not just the one song. Um, 
but I, the first time, because we, we, we used to um, make mixtapes all the time oh, at yeah. your house. And I was like, you know what? I want to hear what this song sounds like in a jazz club. No, nope, doesn't sound right. I want to hear what this sounds like in a stadium. Oh, that's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so I recorded that and it was like, man, that sounds great. <laughs> but then like I thought about it afterward and I was like, well, but I, I kind of wanted to hear the original. So I'm, I'm that not going to do problem that with again. That was the problem with everything uh, that eventually I was like, I don't want this canned really digital feel yeah on yeah. all on all of my music so i just went flat from like yeah yeah but it was really cool at first to hear it where i was like wow man that that sounds like they're in a jazz club and then it was like uh eh, but i don't want to hear it in a jazz club I'll right i just want to hear recording. the song man oh man jesus six disc changers i remember oh, when man. my six when you had that one in your car it was your Catherine ross's car she, well, I well, I had a twelve inch Pioneer in my trunk. Yeah. Um. So I did have that. Catherine, I took my six disc into Catherine Ross's car, and we went to see like a goth band at um the Majestic, and her car got broken into. Oh no! And my CDs got stolen. Oh no! Okay, a, Matt. What were the six CDs? I know you remember. Well, I know that Hellbent was one of them. Oh no! Yep. I, uh, Hellbent was a side project of uh, sixteen volt. Yeah, sixteen volt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, lost that to the annals of time. Oh man, you must have been so broken up. Uh, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't name you a single Hellbent song. <laughs> <laughs> I could name you sixteen volt songs. Um, sixteen volt holds up. I do. I like six. I still have sixteen volt songs on my phone, but um, so, yeah, I was uh sixteen. I was listening to sixteen volt the other week. Because uh, there's a show called Discography Discussion, and they go through like a whole discography, mm-hmm. and they're doing an industrial December. Ooh! And they found us. They, I know them because they listen to Roach Coach. Oh no way! And uh, we befriended those guys, and they were like, I always talk about my industrial past. Yeah. And they're like, What would you want to do? And I'm like, Well, maybe 16 volt. And then they found out they have 10 records. And I'm only only familiar with three Three? of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, we can't do that. So I'm like, well, what if we did Mindless Self-Indulgence? Because I still know all of their records and Mm -hmm. they're like that. But I listened to 16 Volt for the first time in like two years plus. Mm -hmm. Still holds up. I still like Skin. I still think it's good. Yeah. Uh, Uplift is a great song. Uplift is a great song. Perfectly Fake is a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Underbelly Down. That is Pop Will Eat Itself, or is that 16 Volt? No, nope. uh, no, I think I think it's Pop Will Eat Itself. Pop Will Eat Itself. Yep. Yeah, I and I think that uh, Dos Dedos is Pop still a, a pretty decent album. The problem is the production. It's just the production that it sounds so thin because it's yeah. like all the computer stuff. Like that's yeah. all that 90s industrial stuff doesn't hold up as well. Uh, I think that Ministry does, but Ministry the has ministries. such good production. Yeah. The skinny puppy stuff holds up because the production was so good. Yeah, and Frontline like, Assembly too. <laughs> like Frontline Assembly, um, especially their later stuff, sounds great. But oh, yeah. but those guys really were audiophiles. So, right. Like especially like a delirium too really sounds great. Oh yeah. And then there's the cachet of other bands that were oh all, yeah like all about sixty and just <laughs> bedroom engineers. That hate department record sounds like absolute garbage. Um, uh, you know what though? Uh, I've got God, 
release it. Doesn't sound bad. Okay. I'll give him I'll give him a break. I always pick on 16 volt. I know. Well, no, you pick on you don't pick on 16 volt. Oh, you no, pick I on always, hate I department. Always pick on hate department. This doggy bites. Yeah, yeah. You guys were much bigger into hate department than I was. Um, I just liked release it because it was on a single and it was like, hey, it doesn't sound oh, bad. Oh, you want to know what sounds real thin? What? Battery. Oh, battery does. I I do have a couple battery songs mm-hmm. um on my phone. I mean, I have a lot of industrial on my phone. Um almost none of it past like 2002 but you know i have that stuff on there you know because like i i do still like some of the songs mm-hmm. um but there's there are some songs like transit i think mm-hmm. where yeah you can hear you can hear the limitations right. of 1996 in those recordings yeah well, but i mean they also were a really of under the radar band. Oh yeah, like they weren't. Yeah, is it's like saying, oh that psychosonic record. <laughs> oh oh man, I don't even want to. I don't even want to think about that. Well, welcome to my mind, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you and you and Garrett were much bigger in a psychosonic well, than I was. I still. Love... I was. I was a much bigger underworld person. Than... Yeah. Well, they're they're the good ones, but there's parts <laughs> of that record that don't sound great. Yeah. But I forgive it because the rest of the record's so good. Well, yeah, I mean, just the music itself is so great with with Underworld that it's like I'm willing to to deal with a little a little. Um, I'm trying to think of, of, of uh, not degradation, but just some weirdness in in the song. Yeah, like I'm, the, I'm willing to to deal with that a little bit. The like the bass at the beginning of mm, Skyscraper has always sounded a little off mm-hmm. to me. Like I don't know what it is, but it's always sounded like muted mm-hmm. um but i love that record it's so good yeah it's unfucking touchable yeah i mean that that really is uh and you know this is coming from a guy who also has recordings that were literally recorded in someone's basement right you know where punk is not necessarily the most well engineered of musical genres no but like for for me listening to some of the She's, I think, Hospitals and From the Bottom uh, for Off With Their Heads. I love those records. And part of the reason why I like them so much is because of how raw everything is. Some songs are better engineered than others, but it was like, hey, guys, we literally recorded this in my room. Right. Uh, And, you know, like we recorded our parts at different times. But here it is, you know, for completionists, here you go. <laughs> but I I really like them, and it's so weird to hear how much different it is from Home or even In Desolation, where those were both really well-engineered records, and then hearing, you know, Hospitals, and it's like, wow. this so. is they, they came a really far away, because there's, in Home, there's uh, Janie, and then it's uh, it might be hospitals or from the bottom. There's an re- original recording of Janie. Wow, those are different recordings. But what I love about those original recordings is the energy that was put into that song. Um, because they meant it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's not like I don't think they meant it on the later recordings because you know, I mean, they're not fucking Radiohead or something, right? They're not. Right. They don't have access to however much studio time they want. And these Nigel guys, Godrich going, yeah. I mean, these these guys were like, hey, 
you know, I worked my day job for however long. So we would have enough money for like 12 hours of studio time. Let's get this shit done. Let's cut the album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can, that's just one of the things that I really like about the recordings where, you know, they did it in someone's house, but you can feel that this is what they wanted to do. They had to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So how much would you pay to hear that famine's record again? Zero dollars and zero (laughs) cents. That. Oh man. I mean, just, just because of the content of some of the songs. Nope. True. Super racist, super rapey. No thanks, guys. <laughs> the zero percent. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back with more matters after this. matters we've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we're into this week uh i'm gonna i'm gonna steal it right now and just talk about red dead redemption 2 yep yep um or as i like to call it fancy horse in the west (laughs) (laughs) um this game's amazing it's basically getting all the 10 out of 10s all the Mm -hmm. rave reviews i loved the first red dead redemption i wasn't crazy about um the one that was before that, that the name I can't recall, but it was like Red Dead Revolver. I, I played that one. It was very forgettable. And then played Red Dead Redemption and was blown away. Loved the story. And this one is the prequel to that one. Oh, really? Yeah, which is an odd choice. But I guess they couldn't go too much into the future because it was the end of Red Dead Redemption is basically like, there's cars now, <laughs> you know, like okay. I was kind of like, it's the end of the wild west. It's, gotcha. it's getting tamed and boy, oh boy, they've, they spared no expense to get the attention of detail that you would expect from a game that focuses on your horse's testicle size based on how warm or cold it is. Yeah. And, um, before we started recording, I was watching you play. And we were looking for milkweed. Yeah. And it was like, wait, 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 wait. That's a, that's a pink flower. Go back to that. Oh, it's a milkweed. There it is. 
milkweed, 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 it is a great game, and it is every accolade, 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 there you go, accolade was a company, I think, and accolade is the actual, wasn't accolade the, never mind, I'm not even going to make the joke, go ahead, need for speed or something, I'm on Commodore 64, um, it's unbelievable it's unbelievable this game and i'm not playing it like 24 7 i might get to play but it what's really nice is that it's it is kind of pick up and put down because it's like you can take your time with it Mm -hmm. there's so much to do and explore that you're like i'm just gonna hunt and you can just spend all of your time hunting (laughs) and that's it so you kind of pick your own adventure on it it is worth the pickup cool what about you, Maddie? What do you got? Um, well, so I will tell you what I'm not into, and that is gamers. They are the worst. <sighs> the, Jesus Christ, man. So on, I think it was Friday or Thursday. I think it was Friday, though. Mm-hmm. Um, at BlizzCon, Blizzard announced Diablo Immortal, which is a mobile version of Diablo. You can play on your phone. It takes place in between Diablo 2 and 3. Um when they released it, the gamers in attendance booed, and one of them got up and asked if this was a joke. Uh, don't attack the people making the game. Right. They, For one, this is not coming at the expense of Diablo 4. They are working on Diablo 4. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. This is a... They have multiple Diablo projects going on at once, this is Blizzard, the mobile one. Blizzard is known for not releasing things until it's right, or at least until they consider it right. And that also goes for showing demos. They didn't show Diablo 4 this time. They told you they weren't going to show it this time. And you are losing your collective minds. And for what? Blizzard owes you nothing. You don't like the game? Don't fucking play it. Right. But don't sit there calling for boycotts because you didn't get exactly what you want. I mean, these are the same people that were behind Gamergate who, oh my God, women want to play games. Let's harass them to the point where they don't feel physically safe. Jesus. It it is nauseating to me to see how entitled these people think they are to getting exactly what they want. It's it's an issue that is so deep in the industry it almost makes it not fun to because i love games i mean i've loved yeah. games my whole life and uh it it is ugly it is it, it, i mean and i was i think it was on kotaku i was reading uh an opinion that someone had written and you know they were they were saying a lot of the same things that I'm saying now where it's like, this is just ugly. It makes everybody look bad. But the one criticism they had for blizzard was stop explaining things to them. They don't deserve it. When you start saying, Hey guys, relax. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. You don't like the things we're doing, but here's all the things that you might like. You are placating. You're placating them. You're responding to their temper tantrums. And the best way to, deal with a kid having a temper tantrum is to not pay attention to their temper tantrum. They'll learn very quickly, this does not elicit the response I want. And Blizzard's doing that. And other companies are doing that just because they see 
this ridiculous response. And I think that some of it might come from the fact that they're going after the developers and making their lives difficult. And it's like, dude, these are guys who love games just as much as you do, possibly more because they're fucking making them. They are working ridiculous hours to get these games right for you. And you have the gall to sit there and not just make personal attacks, but make vicious personal attacks against these people. Okay. We'll tell you what, why don't you make a game and we can all judge it? You fucking idiot. You know, if, if you're so great and you know everything about games and know everything about building great games then build one and we will see how everybody else reacts to it. No, you're not going to do that. Then shut the fuck up. Right. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It is. They're the worst. They are. They're the worst. And when they don't get exactly what they want, they make everybody else else's lives bad. Yep. Because, I mean, they really do commit personal attacks to the point of doxing people. Where it's like, wow, you, you are really that upset about a video game that you're going to put someone's personal information online so that other people can physically harass them or or you're going to fucking swat them like this is it's a game yeah it is a goddamn game that you play for enjoyment and if you are this upset about things this has more to do with you than it does with them you need to seek help why Ugh, it's not even worth going into it's so dumb it is. And it it's like um Blizzard is a business. Yeah, they're a billion dollar business at that. Of course they're going to go after mobile. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, I know that some people were were mad because they're thinking that this is going to have oh god, what is it? microtransactions mm-hmm. where it's going to bleed people dry and it's like, "Hey, guess what? If you don't have the money, don't play the game. If you can't deal with microtransactions, then don't deal with them." But it's like they're going to give you the... Okay, so if they go the microtransaction route, they're probably going to give you the game for free. They're going to give you... the Yeah. And then there's going to be certain things that cost, but you probably never have to... It's like Fortnite, right? Yeah. Or or like DC Online. You can play the free version, and there is tons of stuff you can play. And if you want to get additional stuff, then you can buy additional stuff. But you don't have to to play the game. And, you know, like I guess if you wanted legendary items that you had to pay for pay for it otherwise make do without it but no one's forcing you to do anything no one's forcing you to play the game right and you know uh, judging by how lots of other games are going do do, do you blame them for following trends in the industry i mean Jesus. jesus no when you look at fortnite for free and it's making what millions of dollars maybe even billions of dollars already mm-hmm. in it's selling making, it's making ridiculous in selling costumes mm-hmm. not even like dance moves and costumes yeah not even changing the game like the game is the game whether you're you just downloaded it or you've had it for months mm-hmm. it's the same game yeah it's only these personalization features and that's how they're making all their money well yeah and uh you know when i was in colorado and i was at jeremy's and i was watching his son and wife play i think it was called bee swarm simulator okay and it would be like hey dad can i buy a new bee and he's like sure 
buy a new bee, but only one. Okay. And then he'd buy the bee. And that bee was like, I don't know, a couple bucks, but you just keep doing it. Do you need that bee? No. No, it does nothing for you. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes something a little easier for you, but you can still play the game without that bee. Right. And, you know, I eventually did subscribe on DC Online. Um, because I wanted to play some of the campaigns that you couldn't play without it, and, but I, you know, I made sure I had money to do it, and then I did it, and it was fun. And you know, then when I didn't want to do it anymore, I didn't do it. Dude. But no one put a fucking gun to my head, and right. for the longest time, I played without it. And then it was like, you know what? I've decided that I want to do this, so I'm going to do it. But Blizzard didn't say you have to do this, or you can't play the fucking game. No. No. I just decided I wanted to. And hey, everybody, there is never going to be another Diablo 2. Never. It's just, there isn't. Yeah. Like, did I love Diablo 2? Absolutely. Yeah, I loved Diablo, Diablo 2, and I love Diablo 3. But it's, that game is made and done, and... I know that some people were expecting the announcement that they're remastering 1 and 2, and it's like... Hey, guess what? They might still be doing that, but, but they didn't the, announce it yet. Even so the just head relax. designer of two has has basically said like it would not port well. Well, he said it's the four by three aspect ratio. Yeah, it's because like they hid everything off screen, mm-hmm. so like you would be moving and things would just be sitting there, yeah, <laughs> waiting, yeah. <laughs> but not attacking you because you weren't in. The four by three because of how they wrote it. Yeah. I mean, they would have to do it from scratch. It really would have to be from scratch. And at that point, do people really want the, you know, the the Diablo 2 remaster or do they want Diablo 4? But that's like the same conversation is happening with the Resident Evil 2 remake Mm -hmm. because the Resident Evil 1 remake, the HD remaster, kept the same camera and tank controls. Mm -hmm. And that purists say that that was the experience that you were supposed to have mm-hmm. and now with two changing the camera changing it to third person changing everything they're saying it's not the same game and it's not the same game yeah but i mean but could it could this be a case where like i never understood why an et spielberg bent went back and got the guns out and replaced them with walkie talkies mm-hmm. or and, and changed the reference to terrorists. Yeah. Or why he, why Lucas did all the changes that he did. Mm-hmm. But like the resident evil two thing is like a reimagining of the game from the ground up. Yeah. I mean, do you really want to play the exact same game? I just don't looks better? I wouldn't spend the money. Yeah. Cause I mean, like if they were to remaster Diablo two, but make it a different game, just follow the basic plot line, I'd play it. I'd be interested enough to play it. I'd absolutely play it because there were things about that game that I really liked, and I would like to see them reimagine it, just like they're doing for for Resident Evil. But I also want to see what they're going to do with 4 because just looking at the progression from 1 to 2 to 3, I know a lot of people were very upset about 3. Yeah, but three is also one of the most successful games of all time. Really? Yes. You guys just need to calm the fuck down. 
you know, well, it, it is the classic, I'm a true hardcore gamer and you made a mainstream game. Or you didn't make exactly what I wanted. So I'm going to cross my hands and pout and be a fucking baby about it. Well, we made you when we bought two. It's like, mm. well, you know, there were other people who paid who do not feel the same way you do. Right. But what your your experience is somehow more important than theirs, or you're more of a serious gamer than theirs, just because you consider yourself to be? Screw you, dude. That company owes you nothing. No, they still don't owe you anything. Yeah, I mean, you if bought their packed, stuff. If they packed up shop right now, which they're not going to do, they made culture shifting games. games. Yeah, absolutely. Forever, like. Yeah, I mean, World of I, Warcraft made the massively multiplayer mm-hmm. RPG. Like there was Ultima before it, and there was the other ones before it, but that was the one. Like they redefined it. There hasn't been a, another. Th- it's still. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, look at look at on. Warcraft two, for Pete's sake. Yep. I mean that was that was huge, and then Starcraft after that, that was huge. Yep. And then you look at Diablo, huge. Diablo 2, StarCraft 2, Diablo 3. Yeah. I mean and and then, you know, they've they've got other games. I don't necessarily play those other games, but yeah, I never got into the the card game. Yeah. And I've never played a minute of World of Warcraft. Just because I, I figured I would like it too much and then I have to Yeah. I I know that Eric still plays it quite a bit. Um I thought about getting the free version just to kind of see how it is, but I don't necessarily want to pay for a subscription. Yeah. That's a that makes two of us. But we'll we'll see what four is. Maybe I'll change my mind if it's if it's more like. I mean, I don't know why they would have World of Warcraft and Diablo aside from that they're separate universes. But it would be such a similar thing. Yeah. I don't really know why you would do I, it. I wouldn't enjoy it as much. Yeah, I I would much prefer that they just improved on three, but. So gamers, you're trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Maddie, how can people get in contact with you to, to, to light you up? <laughs> I'm at Karate Dracula on Twitter. And I'm at Matt Noss on Twitter. And we are at MattersPod on Twitter and Facebook and MattersPod.com. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back with another episode next week. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Matters. Matters. The Strange. His name is Matt, his name is Matt, and that's all that matters. <laughs> it was a good try. It was, it was a, a solid try. try.